my shepherd and only provider. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in his house forever until the end of time. Jesus, my shepherd and Say that you're my God. 
people of God, you are welcome once again to the presence of God. This is Burning Once Revival Network and we are glad to have you with us. I hope that I can be heard clearly. I hope that I can be, if I can be heard, I would be glad if you let me know on the, yes, okay, then we give glory and honor to God. So with a heart of gratitude, without wasting much time, without spending my, much time, sorry, we want to begin with thanksgiving unto God. Bible says in the book of Psalm 100, verse 1, that make a joyful noise unto the Lord all years. Bible says that we should come before his presence with singing. Yes. And we should give him thanks. So, we are grateful to God and thankful to him. Now, begin to lift up your voice and begin to thank God. Even as you thank him, you want to also reflect on the things that he does for you one by one. 
those notable ones, as for the things he has done for us, they are countless. So many of them, miracles of miracle, day in and day out, our coming in, our going out, in our eating, in our drinking, our boarding of cars. God has been good. God has been good. God has been good. So you want to lift up your voice and begin to bless him. Wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this podcast, whether it is the recorded version or the live session, you want to lift your voice and begin to give glory and honor to him. Thank him. Bible says, bless his name for he is good. Bless his name. Bless his name. In Namagada Risha de Brekova Laski Parandi Adeleve, in Oraga de Bresco Vracoman Alaga de Regi de Resha de Breco de Lacta Regidive, Manamaco Paladi Varu Celebre Coman Alava Duante, Masha Dabaco Palaski Vracoman Alaba Dosiante, Raga de Resha Nemecovra di Celebedua Cavadiante. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you glory. Lord, we give you praise. Father, we exalt your name. This day and day. We thank you in Jesus' name. We thank you in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. 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 Father, we bless you. We thank you for keeping us. We thank you, O God, for your protection and preservation. We thank you, O God. We thank you, O God. In the name of Jesus, we bless you. Father, we give you glory as a ministry. We thank you, O God, as individuals for our families. We thank you for your protection, Lord, Father, for your deliverances, your mercy, your mercy, Lord, your mercy and grace, your mercy and grace, your mercy and grace, your mercy and grace, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, your mercy and grace that has brought us this far, your mercy and grace, Lord, that has brought us this far. It is not by strength, it is not by power, Lord, it is not by our minds, but by your grace and mercies. Father, we give you glory, Lord, we bless your name father we thank you we bless you we bless you lord we give you glory lord we exalt you thank you lord thank you father lord we give you glory in the name of jesus father we adore you lord we thank you tonight father for the gift of life we thank you lord father for strength we thank you for your faithfulness lord in jesus name we thank you father all that you have done for us your goodness to us lord how shall we thank you father for all your goodness that you've done unto us we give you glory oh god we bless your name thank you jesus thank you father thank you jesus thank you father thank you jesus thank you father lord we bless you in the name of jesus father we adore you in the name of jesus we are grateful oh god we are grateful oh god we are grateful oh god lord be lifted high be lifted high in jesus' name father be lifted high in the name of jesus be lifted high lord blessings hey and all honor be unto you we are grateful lord as your children we are grateful as your sons we are grateful as your people lord in the name of jesus father for your protection your provision your deliverances and your faithfulness unto us thank you jesus thank you father in jesus mighty name we pray we thank you for salvation we thank you oh god for your death on the cross of calvary we thank you for this ministry
We thank you for the life of every member of this ministry. We thank you and we give you glory, Father, for the great restorations. We thank you, Father, for the great deliverances over the years. We thank you for increase. We thank you for your blessings and establishments in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You are worthy of the praise. We recognize you as the source of all the good things in our lives. We give you glory. We bless you, Father, for your goodness and mercies. Thank you, Jesus, for your steadfast love that endures your faithfulness, O oh God, that continues to hold us up. Lord, your faithfulness that continues to hold us up. In Jesus' name, we have not made ourselves. You are the one that has made us, protected us, and brought us this far. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Father. Thank you in the name of Jesus. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name we pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God bless you for praying. Now I want to pray and ask the Lord to cleanse us. I want to pray and ask the Lord to cleanse us from every sin, every unrighteousness. Okay. Thank you so much, Apostle, for the feedback. I want to pray and tell the Lord to cleanse us from every unrighteousness in the realm of our soul. The things we've done today, the things we've said that are not consistent with the word of God, that are, that are not consistent with the will of God. Any word that we have heard, we want to just pray and tell the Lord, even as he has given us that privilege that by the blood, we can come before him, before his throne of grace to obtain mercy. We want to pray and tell the Lord to cleanse us from every unwholesomeness and make us whole. Cleanse us from every unrighteousness and take away from us every defilement that may hinder us from having fellowship with him. We are asking the Lord to cleanse us, to renew a right spirit within us, to cleanse us and position us to receive from him. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Beloved, begin to lift up your voice and pray and ask the Lord for cleansing. And ask the Lord for cleansing. Father, we pray by your mercies that you cleanse us. We pray that, Father, by your mercies, that you purify us from every form of unwholesomeness. Father, cleanse us in the name of Jesus. Father, cleanse us in the name of Jesus. Make us whole. Lord, make us whole. Father, make us whole. In Jesus' name we pray that, Father, by the blood, you cleanse us from every defilement, defilement in the realm of our souls, in the realm of our spirits, in the realms of our bodies, by reason of where we've sat, by reason of the things we've done, we've said, Lord, in the meditations of our hearts, in the reasoning of our minds, every place that we have heard, Lord, we ask for your forgiveness. We ask for your forgiveness. You renounce all disobedience, Father, to your word, and we pray and we ask that you forgive us, that you cleanse us and make us whole. Lord, that you cleanse and make us whole. In the name of Jesus. That you cleanse and make us whole. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
In Jesus' mighty name. Now you want to pray. Now you want to pray and ask the Lord to stir you up by His Spirit. To stir you up by His Spirit. Bible says that likewise, the Spirit also makes intercession on our behalf. Because we know not what we ought to pray for. So we are praying. And according to Jude 1 20, the Bible says that, but ye, beloved, building up on your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit, always. So we are praying and we are asking the Holy Spirit to stir us up, empower us, position us for an encounter in the name of Jesus. Empower us like never before in Jesus' name. Beloved, can you lift up your voice and begin to pray? In Amaragada Risha de Becopala Days Cavre Comana Ladiate, Mana Macobaras Cavre Comana Labado Zelevre Comana Lava, Rasha da Bragada Rigge de Vresuan Teleme Combara Diataya, In Amacopala Days Zelevre Comana Lavaduante, Rava Casha da Bragada Rigge de Veduate, Mana Macopala Days Arivre Cose, Anama Colosha de Bricovaragada Rigge de Ve, In Amazua Televeru. Shada Braca da Regedeva, Manama Copala de Salavracoman Alavadiante, Rashada Braga Regedevres, one Telegadeva, and Nemma Copala de Varusha de Bricovadia, Ragada Vasco Bracoman Alavaduante, Alava Coshada Braga da Regedeva, Manama Copalaga da Regedeva, Manama Shada Braga da Regedeva, Manama Cozele Brega de Rega de Regedeva, Alashada Braga. The Rigidi Rigidiva, Anama Godu Shada Braga, the Rigidi Rigidiva, Manama Copala Daisy, Antelevera Gadava, Eresha de Briga, the Rega de Regadeva, Inama Coselevera de Regadeva, Manama Covra Desha de Briga, the Regadeva, Malasha da Braga, the Rega de Regadeva, Alaga the Rigidi Vresuan Telega de Rega de Regadeva, Manama Gada Risha de Brico de Lega de Regadeva, Araga the Rigidi Rigidi Rigadeva, in Kosha Maragada Resha de Brikove, a lavadoski Brakoman, a lavaduante, a regade Resha de Brikove, Manama Copaladia, Ragada Shada Brakavalagadava, a renemenua celebre Coman, a lavaduante, in Namako celebrega de rega de regadeva, Manama Gadelegate de Riga de Rigadeva, a Shada Brakada Rive Cosiante, in Manama Copaladia, a Rasha da Brakada Riga de Riga. Malavadosiante <laughs> 
Lord, empower us in the name of Jesus. Father, stir us up in the name of Jesus. Lord, stir us up in the name of Jesus. Father, position us to receive from you tonight. Position us, O oh God, for an encounter. Position us, Father, for an encounter in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, cause us to encounter your power like never before. In the name of Jesus, build us up, O God, through a word encounter with you today. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ we pray Father we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name we pray God bless you so much for praying beloved welcome to the presence of the Lord again today we are continuing with our school of ministry and God has prepared a vessel through whom he wants to minister unto us. Hallelujah. So, without wasting much time, today's topic is kingdom authority, Christian character, and submission to authority. Such a heavy kingdom authority, Christian character, and submission to authority. So, Minister Francis, God's servant will be taking us through the session. The session, as we have been doing for Apostle and for other ministers who have ministered through this school of ministry, we also want to, with a heart of commitment and a heart filled with joy, support the minister for today. Let's help him with the scriptures and continue to partner with him in this week. Hallelujah. So with much, with, without, without wasting much time, we want to invite the minister for today, Minister Francis, to take over session. Amen. God bless you.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you all hear me? Hallelujah. Amen. so much god bless us god bless us so much so mm, our topic as our dear minister has already said is kingdom authority christian character and submission to authority submission to authority let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you Lord of glory Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We say we are grateful unto you for how far you have brought us as a ministry. Giving us blessing to your word. We pray and we ask that we will find a chance to communicate your counsel in its fullness. Help us tonight. Help us tonight. So that at the end of the night, we will all be blessed by the very breath of your mouth. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. We thank you for being with us. We thank you that you are always with us. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed with so much thanksgiving. Amen. 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 God bless you so much. God bless you so much. Yes. Today I decided to take a different style. My introduction has so many questions, which I think demand some answers, but I'll leave the answers to you. You can actually go and find the answers. Yes. Before I move into the main subject. I have an introduction. <laughs> 
my first question who is your lord who is your lord under whose authority have you submitted yourself under whose authority have you submitted yourself uh, i want to give you a clue to the answer the answer to the question i've just asked is not what you say with your lips that yes jesus is my lord or god is my lord or whatever you want to say it can it can actually be gotten from the lifestyle you live the lifestyle you sustain every day when we look at you when we look at the way you live that is how we will be able to tell who actually your lord is which voice do you hack into who do you obey who do you look like what are you becoming i know maybe you've accepted jesus as a lord and personal savior for so many years but the most important thing is not that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, but what you are becoming in the hands of God. Because, as the scripture has said, we are like clay in the hands of the potter. And God is the potter. He decides to mold us into any shape that he wants to use it for a purpose. So, everybody has the kind of shape God wants to make. So what are you becoming in the hands of God? Are you submitting yourself to his daily dealings? Because God's authority over our lives shapes our character, making us more and more Christ-like daily. It's a daily affair. It's a daily affair. So daily, day. says in first john chapter 3 verse 8 first john first john is says the one who does what is sinful is of the devil of the is source the one who does what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning and the reason the son of god appeared was to destroy the devil's works 
God bless you, Minister Ebenezer. That's what the NIV says. And I think this is King James. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That he might destroy the works of the devil. That he might destroy the works. So the one who is sinning, even though he has accepted Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior, this scripture is making us understand that such a man is of the devil. He died he that committed sin. He, he that committed sin. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. And I hope you know, disobedience to God is actually obedience to the other master. Yes, because there are two masters. So if you are disobeying God, it means you are obeying the other one. There is nothing like disobedience. It's either obedience or obedience. So if you are not obeying this one, you are obeying the other. So who do you obey? Who do you obey? When men look at you, who do they see? Is your lifestyle, is your daily walk, steps you are taking, is it pointing to another that can that people can follow? Is it pointing to Christ? Or people look at you and they can't even tell whether you are a believer or not? That is my introduction. That is my introduction. So many questions. So many questions that demands so many answers. We like to read Matthew chapter 8, verse 9. Matthew chapter 8, verse 9. Matthew chapter 8, verse 9. God bless you, Minister Eden. I want to take the, the NIV. Matthew 8. Verse 9 said, For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one go, and he goes, and that one come, and he comes. I say to my servant, Do this, and he does it. And the King James is saying, For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. So we are talking about kingdom authority. Last time we discussed too many things. This time around, God wants to take us deeper because we cannot exhaust it. Kingdom authority, even if you give us six, seven, five episodes, we cannot exhaust it. It's a vast topic on its own. Kingdom authority. So, how do men gain authority in this kingdom? How? 
because without authority, as I said the last time, we can't operate in the kingdom. What we are actually battling with are authorities. I want to say that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against authorities. Authorities. So you need authority to wrestle against another authority. Yes, so we want to find out indeed authority in this kingdom. How many gain authority in this kingdom? How many gain? In fact, you will not find any man with strong authority without encounters. 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 Somebody type encounter. Tell you what you need. It is an encounter. Change this entire life. Encounters. Encounters confess authority. In fact, when you meet with God, when you meet with Jesus in an encounter, it clears all your doubts and your fears. What we need to cry for is an encounter with Jesus. It's an encounter with Jesus. It's an encounter with Jesus. It's an encounter with Jesus. Men of authority are watchers. So I have written here, be a watcher. The scripture has said in Ezekiel that God sought for a man. Are you in the gap? Men of authority, they are watchers. They are watchers. And whether you are aware or not, God has committed something into your hands. And then how faithful you are to the letter he has committed into your hands will determine what he's going to add on. Remember when the Bible was saying, I think in Matthew and the other Gospels, that there was a man that gave talents. When he was leaving and then when he came there was a there was a brother who five yeah he was able to acquire five more five more five more that means he was faithful with a five then scripture says that he will be given ten cities ten cities he was given five and he was able to handle the five war and so therefore there is an increase and in fact increase comes with responsibilities so if you are crying for an increase you need to cry for grace so that you can actually handle what God wants to commit into your hands authority is meant to be utilized in fact God puts authority on the men he sends he puts authority on the men he sends. 
because I've, as I've already told you, without authority, you cannot contend. Because what we are contending with are authorities. So my question here is, have you been sent? <laughs> Who sent you? Because authority is not just given to anyone. Luke chapter 9 verse 1. Luke chapter 9 verse 1. Luke chapter 9 verse 1. There is a scripture I like so much. I think it's in Mark. So saying that he ordained the twelve that they should be with him and that he might send them forth. He might send them. So the being with the Lord, that is the basic ministry of every believer, the basic ministry of every Christian. He ordained the twelve that they should be they should as for sending he might but it's as if in our days people have gotten so busy with the sending forth and they've even neglected being with the lord being with the lord being with the lord being with the lord so when jesus had called the 12 together he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases and to cure diseases in fact the basis for authority is being with the lord it's when you have been with him for long that he sends you and when he sends he's sending you put something on your life that you can represent him wherever you find yourself wherever he's sending you to we are actually interested in being sent to the city centers but i tell you there is a kind of fire that needs to visit our villages and it is this it is us now that god also sent so don't be so interested in where you do it be interested in where god is sending you because as long as you continue to stay with him there will come a time where he would like to send you forth he would like to send you forth yes mark 3 14. god bless you minister steph god bless you so much and he ordained to He gave them power and authority. Power and authority. Why didn't he give them power alone? Have you, have you asked yourself that question? Then? Why, when Jesus called the twelve together, the Bible is saying he gave them Bible. The Bible is very careful with words. He could have said he gave them power to drive out all demons and to cure, but there was authority. There was authority. There was authority. Authority and forces. Authority instigate that. It is that. That's authority. That's authority. He gave them power and authority to drive out all demons. He gave them. So authority is given. 
authority is given. The scripture has said that freely you have received, freely give. So once you have been given, that means you are supposed to receive. Because if I'm giving you something and you're not receiving it, that means I've given all right, but you have not received. And if you have not received, you don't have it. You need to receive to have. You need to receive to have. Without reception, you can't have. Without reception, you can't have. Sweet. And there's nothing wrong with that. Almost always, there is something wrong with us because it's the reception that is the problem. God's hand is not too short to save. It's man, 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 man. The problem is always with man. The problem is always with man. The problem is always with man. The, I, I want the King James for the Luke 9 verse 1. Somebody can help me with that. There is something very particular I want to, I want to point out. <laughs> I think it's this one. What's in Ben posted? God bless you, Mr. Ben. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. So from this picture, you find out that there was no disease that was beyond this authority and power God or Jesus gave to these disciples. So they came with a report in Luke 10 that all demons, they, all, they are all subject to us. They are all subject to us. And Jesus was telling them that they should rejoice that demons are subject to them. They should rejoice that their names are written in the book of life. Because when I read this scripture that I found out that it's not actually about what you are doing for God, it's about the lifestyle you are living. Because you might be doing things, doing miracles, doing all kinds of things. And then you might be doing you might be doing signs and wonders. And then you are living a life of sin. That is what Jesus will say that gets away from me, ye doers of iniquity. So it's not about what you are performing in his name, it's about what you are doing, your living, your living, your living. As I go further, that is what confess the authority actually. Because you find out that righteousness is power, holiness is power. Because the greatest power you need is power by your desires, your appetites, your lust, your last. That is the greatest power you need. Authority your own, your own self. Authority about. Authority about. 
So that is it. Luke 9, verse 1. The King James is saying that it was the disciples. Mind you, Jesus had 12 disciples. They had 12 disciples, and those were the men he. Okay. Those were the men he put authority upon. In fact, looking at just Luke 9, verse 1, there are so many things we can pick up. There are so many things we can pick up. Then he called his 12 disciples together. He called them. And when he was sending them, he said, Make disciples of all nations. Now, this that we are winning souls. In fact, you know, souls are supposed to be starting point. But what Jesus God intends to make disciples of men, make disciples, so that he can put power and authority over them. He can give them power and authority. Because there were so many people, Jesus, there were so many people that were following Jesus. But why is it that he called only the 12 disciples and give them authority? Those were men that had come under his government, that had come under his control, that has come under that have come under his ordinances. Those were men he could control and manipulate. And so, so if he puts anything on them, they are not going to use it for their own glory. They are not going to use it for their own use. They are going to use it to serve the purpose of God. That is so many criteria. So many criteria. So with that discipleship, forget about authority. From this scripture, with that forget about authority. You are not ready to be discipled. You are not ready to mirror Jesus Christ on earth. Forget about authority. He doesn't put authority on any other on, on any kind of man. No. He puts authority on those that can represent him in the place. Men look at him and they look, they when, when men look at such a man, they don't see that man, they see somebody else living in that man that is jesus christ in man then he called his 12 disciples together and give them and give them power and give them authority do you need power do you need authority do you want to cure disease do you want power by devils then i tell you you are supposed to submit yourself to discipleship Because it was the disciples. Why didn't Jesus call the 72 or 120 or all those people and just put authority on them? Because what he did here, he could have done it to all of them. Why did he call the 12 together? The 12. Why did he call the 12 together? Because I'm wondering, I'm wondering why so many people are following you and then you want to distribute authority, you want to give power, and then you give to all the 12. <laughs> Maybe somebody is not asking questions. Why, why the 12? Why the 12? Because God will not commit anything valuable to. That is why we say, cast not your pearls to swine. Or your holy things. Because they will trample over them. They don't even, they don't even know the value of what you put on their lives. They don't even know. So it is discipleship before authority and power. That is it. Discipleship. Discipleship. 
discipleship. This tonight, I want to dwell more on the kingdom authority because, as I've told you earlier, you need authority to operate in this kingdom. You need it, and that is why we need to actually investigate scripture to find out how do men gain authority. What is the pathway to authority? How? So that when you are able to apprehend that, you can actually know the way forward. Because you don't go to the place of prayer asking for authority, 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 and authority comes upon you. No. That's not how it works. Because I believe those people that were praying, following Jesus, some of them were praying. But most of them didn't want to come under the government of Jesus Christ. That you can manipulate them, you can teach them, you can do, you can move with them, and yes, they couldn't have that liberty, and that is why he called only the twelve. 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 So, without discipleship, as I have said, authority and power. Forget about it. Because when the disciples he called and he gave them authority and power over all devils and to cure disease and to cure disease and to cure disease. Yes. So I want to move on to Christian character. Christian character. Christian character. Christian character. As for this side, I don't think I have some questions. What I have here is that holiness. Somebody type holiness is possible. Holiness is possible. Righteousness is possible. Perfection is possible. And they are all both instantaneous and progressive. Because there's a righteousness that comes by faith. But when you read scripture in First John, I think 3 verse 7. First John 3 verse 7. Let's go there. Let's go to First John 3 verse 7.
said, dear children, God bless me if I then I refer to come to the King James. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who does. So here we see a doing. Apart from the righteousness that comes by faith, that we believe, that makes us in right standing, that brings us in right standing with God. There is a doing. And that is what most of the time we are lacking. There is a doing. And that is what we obtain grace. We find grace and obtain mercy to do, to, to practice. So the one who does what is right, because we don't even know the day you gave your life to Christ. And we, we, we can't tell. So the only way we can see that you are a righteous man is when we see doing righteousness. And the scripture is saying, dear children, do not let anyone. That means there's a possibility for someone to lead you astray. That now that you have received Christ, you are righteous. So there is no need to do. There's no need to practice Christian character. There's no need to be humble. There's no need to, 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 to love, like to love the brethren, to stay in peace with each other. There's no need. Why? Because you have received Christ and then you are righteous. This scripture is making that point filter and it's telling us that there is a possibility that somebody can lead you astray because the one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. Just as he is righteous. So there is a doing. There is a doing. There's a that's what I'm saying that holiness is possible. Holiness is possible. And if it is your strength, time and again you will fall. Because the scripture that said that a righteous man falleth seven times. Because when a righteous man tries to live right in his physical, in his physical strength, trying to do, the more he, he, he practices the more he, he, he forces himself to do what is right, he finds himself doing the wrong thing. Wasn't the Paul that said that the very things I don't want to do, that's what I'm doing. Yes, it's difficult. Very difficult. That is why we need grace. We need to be helped. Actually, it is God, the God living in us that makes us holy. He's the one that makes us good. And as long as we continue to abide in Him, continue to stay with Him, oh, you'll be a wonder, you'll be a sign. Men will look at you and see that, no, this is not you living anymore. It is God. You'll be able to see what Apostle Paul said in Galatians 2, verse 20. It is no longer I that live. The man was so dead to self that. Oh Jesus, So the character of Christ, as as is, as we are talking about the Christian character in totality, what we are talking about is the character of Christ. That is Christian character. So the character of Christ in a man. Is built not only through circumstances but also through prayer as well 
it is in prayer we become it is in prayer we become it is in prayer we become so somebody said somebody sang this song and he said we will pray until we are formed we will pray so prayer prayer is supposed to transform a man prayer can transform a, a filthy man into a righteous man there is a power that can that can take us from the depravity of of oh my god there is a power there is a power and that power comes from prayer we that state in, Gal- in galatians 4 verse 19 Also, Paul said in Galatians 4 verse 19 that my dear children for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed so there is a forming so what, what Paul is saying is that he prays he prays as if he is in birth he prays as if he's in labor oh my god if you have been to a labor world before you 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 actually appreciate the depth of the scripture that apostle paul is trying to communicate he said for whom i am again in the pains of childbirth until christ there is a kind of prayer that you pray oh my god that kind of prayer is not it's not what you do in our various churches we just be uh, i don't know yeah basically i know this idea sorry if you don't understand the key language i'm sorry we are just opening our mouth not making actually uh, sounds we are just murmuring we are just uh, the, the the english guy is not <laughs> say my dear children for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth. He was trying to birth something in them. Huh. You don't know what it takes to birth something. I read the scripture. I read the scripture in one of the books in the Old Testament, and is and, and the scripture is said they crouch down and bring forth their young. Have you seen uh, 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 those mamas that when they are giving birth? <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! They crouch down and bring forth. You want to bring forth something for a generation, you need to crouch down. There is something we call pains of childbirth. You can feel that same pains like a woman in the labor world. That is what Apostle Paul is trying to communicate here. There are, there are pains he goes through that, and he goes through those pains in the place of prayer that the congregation, the Galatian church, Christ will be formed in them. Men will look at them again and they will not see them. They will see Christ in 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 them. Hebrews 12, verse 7. Hebrews 12, verse 7.
God bless you, Mr. Iben. God bless you so much. Powerful, powerful man of God. <laughs> God bless you. Oh, Jesus. Endure hardship as discipline. Endure. Somebody say endure. Hmm. It's only in our generation that when there's hardship, people are flying out. People are flying out. <laughs> but this scripture is trying to communicate to us that we should endure. We should endure it as discipline. We should endure it as discipline. I don't want to go there, crowd. It's a, it's a dangerous path to take, so I will not go there. It's an endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? The verse 8 says, if you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline, everyone, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it how much more how much more how much more should we submit to the father of spirits and leave they disciplined us for a little while as they thought best but god disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness that is why I'm telling you that holiness is possible. God can discipline you, discipline you, discipline you, and all that he has in mind is for you to share in his holiness. Because until you are disciplined, you can't share in his holiness. You can't share. So there are certain things you go through. It's not as if God has forsaken you. It's not as if God has left you. No, scripture, scripture is very clear about that, that God will never leave us nor forsake us. So if you are going through things, don't be asking questions. Oh God, why are you forsaking me? <laughs> don't be asking the question because it is not biblically correct. No, it is not correct. It's as if you are saying Jesus didn't come and die. <laughs> Jesus didn't come and die. How can you how can you tell me this story? So, when you go through tough times, don't say that, God, why are you forsaking me? Don't say that, God, why are you forsaking me? Because that is not scripture. Because scripture cannot be broken. Let God be true and every man. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is the scripture's position about it. So, so all those things we go through, some of the times, they are meant to discipline us. And all the sum total of the disciplines of God is so that we may share in his holiness. Note, he said, we may, right? We may share. That is another probability over there. I've already told you that scripture is very skeptical about the way it uses words. The probability, all those words, the way they show, the might, the may. Very careful about it because there's probability that some may not share. That is why it's a me. Because actually, they would they even despise this discipline. And so such men, how can they share in the holiness of God? How can they share in his holiness? The reason why we go through most of the times, the things we go through is so that we may share in his holiness. But we are not looking at the end. We are actually looking at the means. 
That is the challenge. So anytime you read scripture, try to find the end. What does God has in view to achieve? And submit yourself because at the end of the day, you'll be able to share in his holiness. And it's after you've shared in his holiness that certain things can be committed into your hands. Because I hope you know, without holiness, it is impossible to see the Lord. The scripture is saying in the Beatitudes, I think Matthew 5, that blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. What is purity in heart? Is it not holiness? So people are crying, I want to see God, I want to see God, but your heart is bad. All kinds of things goes on your heart. You have not even asked. Before you ask to see God, ask him that he purifies your heart. That, that is the entry point to see. He said, blessed are the pure, for they shall see. So you have not become pure in your heart. How can you see? And scripture cannot be broken. Scripture, it cannot be broken. So meet the criteria first. Then the other one will, 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 the other one will pop up. It will happen. The pure in heart that see God, not people who are praying. I want an encounter. I want an encounter. I want an encounter. No, pure in heart. Pure in heart. Pure in heart. Well, let's take our last scripture for the Christian character and let's move on to submission to authority. As for submission to authority, I will not speak so much on it. I think my time is almost up. Yes. Please let me know my time too. Very important to me. So that I know how to schedule things. First um, Peter 1.16. So, for it is written, Be holy because... I am holy. Be ye holy, for I am holy. That is what I'm saying. There is a being, there is a doing. Now, the scriptures, they can be found in the Old Testament. Think Leviticus 11:45, Leviticus 20, verse 7. You see them. Okay, let, let me let me let me take you to Leviticus. Leviticus 20, verse 7. Let's find something there. Yes, God bless you, Minister Eben. says, Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. I am the Lord your God. Be ye holy. Be ye holy. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Ye shall therefore be holy, for I, for I am holy. Even, even in the Old Testament, that they couldn't do it in their physical strength. Because when you read the scripture, you find out say, the knowledge of the, the, the law actually brought about so many things. The law was meant to actually uh, reveal the incapacity of men. Because they, they, the more they tried, the more they rebelled. <laughs> the more they tried, the more they rebelled. Even those who were able to do it, they found favor. It was favor they found. The Noahs and all those guys, they found people because scripture will tell you that Noah found.
before God. He found it. I don't know what he was doing that he found favor, but he found favor. <laughs> he found it. He found favor before God. Yes. Consecrate yourselves and be holy because I am the Lord your God. God bless you, Minister Steph. Yes. Yes. So I want to finally move to the last last subject, submission to authority. Submission to authority. James 4 verse 7. James 4 verse 7. James. Okay. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Resist the devil. But first, submit yourselves then to God. And the last time I said that God is the highest authority in this kingdom we find ourselves. He is the king in this kingdom. And in every kingdom, there is a king. There is a king. There is a king. So scripture is saying in James 4 verse 7, submit yourselves. Submit. It's a command. It's a command. Most of us, we read scripture, we find so many things in the scripture, and then... You see, say this one day we can't do it too. Meanwhile, scripture is saying submit yourselves. It's when you have submitted that you find out that oh, you had what it takes to do it and even do more. Yes, because it is the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that lives inside each one of us. So what Jesus was able to do physically, we have the capacity to do. We have it. It is on our inside. And the more you engage it, the more it comes out. The more you engage it, the more it comes out. There is a life on our inside. There is a life. It is that same life that Jesus Christ had. Oh my God. And so scripture will say that in this world, we are like Jesus. Oh, in this world, in this world, in this world. So submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and flee from you. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. It is when you have submitted to God that you can resist the devil. That you can resist the devil. So that is a submission to authority. It is actually in obedience that we can secure the commitment of God upon our lives. In the Old Testament, you, you, if you read carefully, you find out that there were so many things tied to the obedience of the Israelites, but almost always they missed the mark. 
but it is in obedience that we secure the commitment of God upon our lives. Because God is even more willing to deliver than we are. But obedience, submission, submission, submission. God bless you so much, Minister Self. In this world, we are like Jesus. We are like Jesus. And this is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. So I want to ask you, who are you like? The current lifestyle or what you are doing, who are you like? Are you actually fulfilling the scripture or you are doing something else? Are you living a shadow of yourself? Or you are representing Jesus Christ in that small space you find yourself? So even in an organization, you derive your authority from the one you submit to. So let's say you are in a facility and let's say you are managing or you are the unit manager for, uh, uh, how do I, maybe lab units. You are, you are the manager for the lab. And then the overall hospital, there is a director or there is a head of the hospital. So you can operate in that lab with authority because you have actually submitted to a higher authority. So your authority is actually derived from the higher authority you have submitted to. That is what the scripture is making us to understand in James. He says, submit yourselves then to God. Submit yourselves. Because it is, in, it is actually in submission that God's authority can flow through your life. It's actually in submission. When he tells you to do this, that's what you do. You follow it. You obtain help. You obtain grace to do it. Because I've told you that by strength hmm, shall no man prevail. You are as weak. The, 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 the day you acknowledge that you are a weak man, that is the day you find out that there was strength on your inside. All this while, maybe you thought you were strong. Maybe you thought you were strong. But scripture has made it more clear that it is the spirit of God that helps our infirmities. And I found that scripture was like, hey, infirmities, infirmities, are we sick? <laughs> so other verses we see weaknesses. The Romans 8 verse 26, yes. We say weaknesses. Weaknesses. So that means we need to be helped to do some of these things. Help, help of God. It was one man of God that said that and his short life in his in his ministry he has found out that there was no man that said help me god that god denied help the day i i i i, I had a revelation from that particular uh, 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 that particular line like, help me god do you know what it means for god to help a man that means there's nothing such a man cannot do now, if you've not considered it, God helping a man, just think about it. God helping a man. Maybe you are struggling with some, some few minutes of prayer, but when help comes, that is when you know that there was a prayer engine on your inside. That is where you know that there 
something on your inside that you can sit with scripture for 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 for, for so long that the more you sit, the more sweeter it becomes. All is help. All is help. All is help. So tonight, when you go on your knees, cry for help from God, because you can't do it. If it is holiness, you can't be holy. If it is righteousness, you you can't be righteous. You need to be helped. And the day you acknowledge help, that is when you know that you can stand and keep standing. You can submit yourself and keep submitting. As I will continue, you will know that the submission thing you are talking about is not because I submitted today, tomorrow there is a free day. It's a daily affair. In fact, this Christian work is a daily affair. So somebody say, we die daily. We die daily. We die daily. You die to your desires, die to your uh, ambitions, die to all kinds of things so that the God in you can live. That was what Apostle Paul said. He said, it's no longer I that live. That means he had continued to die, 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 die. That you know, there was no resurrection for the, for, the, for the old man again. The old man was dead. Now you could boldly say that I no longer live. It's not I that live. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is it possible? Is it possible? Tell somebody it is highly possible. Because Apostle Paul was a man of like passion, just like you and I. What is the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? There's no difference. Yes, very possible. Very, very possible. So submit yourselves then to God. That is the only scripture I would like to touch for this one. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. So until you resist the devil, he will not flee. Because it was actually Jesus that model that particular thing to us. He, he, he actually defeated the devil so it was when he resisted resisted the devil on the first occasion second occasion third fourth occasion the devil left him bible said the devil left him for a season he left him for a season he left him for a season he left him for a season so he resisted the devil and all those things was as a result of his submission to god so in the scripture you find Jesus is the perfect example Jesus he is the perfect example it might not be written in the, in, the, in the gospels but he is the perfect example he is the perfect example in fact he is our pattern man
So Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5 talking about wives and husbands. Yes, let's go there. Ephesians 5. You can actually start from the verse 1. I want to do a long reading. Let's check submission. 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 Yes. Okay, let me start from the 21. Let me start from 21. He said, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Yes. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is. The, head of the church, his body, of which he is the savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. So, basically, the submission thing we are talking about is actually letting letting go of what you think, your desires, so that somebody else's priorities somebody else's desire somebody else's instructions can be followed and that is how authority comes because it's actually he himself operating you where you become a ch- channel through which you can flow through which you can flow because god actually wants to do more with you but how submitted are you how yielded are you one man of God will say that the greatest move of the Holy Spirit in the life of every believer is actually locked up in the word yieldedness, submission. 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 As simple as it looks, it is everything. Because as long as you hold on to your own philosophy, God. Can not exercise or fulfill its divine purpose concerning your life. So, for man of God has said that if God cannot exercise authority over your life, He cannot fulfill His divine purpose concerning your life. You cannot actually fulfill destiny.
Jesus, Jesus was a concrete teacher. He will actually teach you so that you understand. For the husband is the head of the church. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. So who is your head? Who do you submit to? Whose dictates, whose precepts have you adopted? What is the philosophy of your life? Do you actually commit yourself to him every day? The Lord, today I want to obey you. Help me. Today I want to submit to you. Help me. Because I tell you, until you are submitted, there is nothing God can do with your life. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. Because Adam actually modeled the principle of rebellion. And that is what is in most of us. We are rebels, serious rebels. God says this. Now, I'm just I can't do it. I will not do it. Yes. That is the kind posture of most of us, our hearts. Most of us. I'm not taking myself out. Most of us. Don't think that I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to myself too. Because I will let Apostle Paul's scripture guide me. He said, lest after i have preached i myself i myself so it's not okay preaching it is actually your living because act acts will tell you the former three ties have everything to you all two flaws that's which jesus christ began to do so jesus christ taught but he was doing and that is why God could see that this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. It was the life he lived. He was in total submission to his father on a daily basis. For 30 good years. 30 good years. You let's just take Jesus as a let's take Jesus as a case study for this submission thing. Let's take Jesus as a case study. For 30 good years. Somebody will ask me, what was he doing?
bien vous avez une épine. So submission, if you want to learn submission, look at Jesus. Look at the way he spoke. Look at the things he did. Look at the life he lived. Because Jesus Christ will never step out until he has found out what the Father wants to do in the day. So scripture will always say that a great while before day he will wake up. He will wake up. Why would he wake up? What is he going to look for? He's going to look for what the father will be doing in the day before he steps into the day. So when he steps out, he's not actually trying to achieve a name for himself. No. He's trying to accomplish what he saw. What he saw his father do when It is you that thing that the day begins when uh, uh, maybe your alarm blows. No. no. Jesus Christ did. He downloaded the day before he stepped into the day. He stepped into the day knowing what he was supposed to achieve in the day. How many of us have been able to do that just for a day? And you want to have the kind of ministry that Jesus had. We are saying we are like Jesus, so we want to we want to be doing Jesus things. Go and find out. Go and find out the basis of his ministry. It was submission. It was total obedience. Total obedience. Didn't even mind saying, uh, 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 "We are looking for you, your father and I. We are looking for you." He's telling them, "Don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> Don't you know?" Don't you know? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. So many lessons to be learned from the man. So many lessons. Looking for a perfect example of submission to follow? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I see a man that lived all his life trying to please another. Jesus Christ. And it wasn't surprising that God was well pleasing him. And for that matter, he sent the Holy Spirit in his fullness. It is in our day that we are giving measures. Jesus Christ, he carried it in full. The Bible says, in him dwelt the Godhead bodily. He, 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 God tabernacled him. So when Jesus was moving, it was God moving in body. was called moving in body called he put on flesh like you and I have put on flesh the bible said he sinned not meanwhile he, he, he felt all those desires we are having he felt it that he was without sin how 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 can a man live without sin how how 
Somebody say, and they are not in Yankopon, you as God, so no, no, it is when you begin to say such things that you know that you have already fallen because. Even though he was God, Bible was saying that he was a man. Like you and I. He was crushed with the infirmities you and I crushed it. But yet, never sinned. Jesus Christ, a man of total submission. He did nothing on his own. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. It was what he saw his father do. That he did. So what are you doing? The basis of your doing is it because you learnt a course in the tertiary or you're actually in submission? Have you heard? If you have heard, how well are you obeying? How well are you submitting? How well are you submitting? How well? Mark, Mark 135, I think. Mark 135. Want to, want to, as for the submission, I actually said we won't talk much on it, but as I see the Holy Spirit wants us to do well on it more. So we will dwell on it. Mark 135. Yes, bless you, Mr. Ibn. And in the morning, rising up a great while before thee, before thee, he went out and departed into a solitary place, a solitary place, and there prayed. If you read the, if you read the, if you read the, uh, uh, the, the other verses, see, they were telling that everybody is looking for you. Everybody, what, what, what? If, if it was in our days that everybody is looking for a man, when the man going about doing, no, not with Jesus, he was not actually focused on what people were looking for him and for. No, the most important thing in his life was to get up a great while, a great while. Meditate on this scripture. I found out when Jesus woke up, but that one is from that day. But Bible is a great while before day. We don't know whether it is five hours before day, six hours before day, three hours before day. Let's take it a great while before day. And when Bible uses great, it is indeed great. <laughs> it is indeed great. It is indeed great. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark. That was his lifestyle. So I want to ask you, what is your life? What is how is your daily routine like? Do you want to command deliverance onto Jacob? To bring redemption to a people? Or you just want to do ministry? 
just want to preach good good things for people to hear prosperity is that a basis or you want to actually bring life to a people because wherever you look there is affliction when will a deliver arise when will a deliver come god is looking for men men that will stay with him trying to find out what is mine concerning the day is before they step out before they step out so that when they step out it's not what their mind tells them that they do it's what you've seen in the night that they do it's when you begin to practice this that you know that there are so many assignments you have missed that is where assignments are downloaded if you say you are sent for assignment you have an assignment you have an assignment you have an assignment this is the secret to finding it because jesus will always find the assignment for the day before he steps into the day so he's well abreast with the day before he steps he's well prepared he knows that from lazarus he's going here from here he's going here so even his movement is ordered by the father who orders your movement that is what you are talking about submission 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 we live in a day where they will tell you that yes god give you your mind to use your mind to do to order your life and but i found a scripture in jeremiah hmm. when i found the scripture i opened my mouth it's, it is not given to man that walks to other steps and i was like ah isn't no scripture that was saying that uh, the path of the righteous is ordered by the lord and all those things so what is this scripture trying to tell me that i can't take decisions with my mind <laughs> if it is jesus christ you want to follow uh, then you are not called to be creative you are called to actually submit you are called to actually submit it is when you submit yourself so much that's when you know that life was not meant to be difficult Life was not meant to be difficult. Life was not meant to be difficult. Because we try to struggle through life, try to struggle through life, try to struggle through life. Meanwhile, it's not given to you to other steps. It's not given to you. The scripture is in Jeremiah. Let, let me get it for you. I don't know whether somebody knows somebody has heard that scripture. We had it on my phone. Jeremiah 10 verse 23. Jeremiah 10 verse 23. Is it God? Oh Lord, Jeremiah's prayer. Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. You think your way is in your mind? It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. Who directs your steps? What, met, what motivates the decision you take? Is it in submission? Most of us, we don't even hear God's voice. So how are you going to honor the steps in the first place? Oh, may the voice of God be clear to us from today forward. Jesus. 
I pray for someone, may the voice of God be audible enough, be audible enough, be audible enough, so that you know where to go, where to stay, where to work. All those things are tied to the voice of God. It was scripture that said that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. That is why I was asking, who is your Lord? Who is your Lord? Who is your Lord? Because your Lord is the one you listen to. Your Lord is the one you order your steps in tandem with. That is who your Lord is. That is who your Lord is. Yes, Jeremiah. So when I found that scripture, I was amazed. So when they begin to come to the from the house and say, do this, do that, do that, I'll show you the scripture that it's not in me to order my step. If it's, it's either I stay to here or I do nothing. Somebody will say, I'm wasting my time. Let me waste my time. I prefer to waste. I prefer to waste than to, than to spend 10 years building castles in the air and then you come back to square one again and see say you actually didn't do anything you actually didn't do anything why because you decided to use your mind to create life and the more you do that the more you see you struggle because you don't have what it takes to to, to power your life you don't have what it takes you don't have what it takes to power your life you don't and as far as i'm concerned what god didn't start he will not sustain he will not sustain if he gives you the idea he has what it takes to keep that idea so that idea fulfills the purpose for which he gave it because the scripture does said that his word does not go out it doesn't come to him void until it has accomplished when the word comes it has what it takes to accomplish what it is sent for so have you heard the path you are treading on did you hear something before you you took that path or you thought that was the trend so okay you are doing so let me also do some no no let us commit ourselves to the study of the word and you find out that the word of god carries everything you need in this life it carries everything don't be in the haste the haste is actually out of the fall you will see and everybody is moving forward everybody's who told you they are moving forward who told you because they are taking steps they are moving forward don't you know that you can actually take steps backward <laughs> uh you are not aware the fact that you are taking steps that doesn't mean that you are taking steps in the right direction daily my prayer is that direction before speed because as far as i am concerned if there is no direction i am speeding i might actually be going away far away from the right direction but i'm in speed and i will think that i'm doing something meanwhile heaven is weeping heaven is weeping heaven is this guy this guy this guy this guy this guy this guy 
So we wait. That is submission. It's not in me at all. Once he speaks, we take the step. If he has not spoken, we wait. So he speaks. We wait till he speaks. We wait till he speaks. And I tell you, one word from God can change your life, your entire destiny. One word, just one word. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just check the fathers of faith, the Abrahams and the Isaacs, and they check them. Just one word. Just one. You don't need too much. don't need too much just one word is enough just one just Yes. Yes. So, the most important decision to take in your life, because, in fact, you actually went to the altar and the statement you made was, Today, I accept Jesus as my Lord. That was the first statement you made and my personal savior. As my Lord. As my Lord. And it's always personal. As my Lord. My Lord. My Lord. My Lord. That means you decided on that day to submit to him. Just that maybe you've not been educated how to submit. But if you want education, look at the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Look at his lifestyle. He modeled submission. He modeled obedience. The last time I said that, he is the pattern man. He is actually the original intent of God for man. He's actually the original intent of God for a man. Submission. Because even man was created in the image of God and after his likeness. And if you stand in a mirror, what you see in the mirror is your image, right? 
So maybe you are the object. And that's the image. And as long as you keep standing in the mirror, yes, I'm wrapping up. As long as you keep standing in the mirror, maybe upright, straight, and you're not moving, that image in the mirror will not move. It is when you move as the object that the image in the mirror moves. So why are you moving? You are the image. You are moving when the object has not moved. It's not an error. Is it not an error? That is what you are saying. It is rebellion. It is rebellion. It is rebellion. Yes. The Lord will help us. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. Father, we give you all the glory. Your word has come to us again. Father, we ask that you give us a heart of submission. That daily, 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 we will submit our very lives unto you. That you will pray it as you want. Giving glory to you and you alone. We appreciate you for your word. We thank you for ministry, burning ones. We thank you for your servants. We thank you for the set man upon us, our Apostle Samuel. We thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless us so much. God bless us so much. Jesus is lifted. I mean, I even. <laughs> amen amen god bless you minister francis for an awesome teaching session tonight so what do we say to our minister who ministered on who ministered god's words to us tonight god bless you god bless you so much God bless you so much. So today marks the end of our school of ministry, day number six. Day number six. Our school of ministry continues. Our school of ministry continues. Yes. So if tonight is your first chance, your first time coming here, we encourage you to hit the plus button beside the name Bernan once follow us so that when we have our meeting next time you'll be able to get a notification so that you join us so that you join us and we have when you click on the page banning once and then you visit the page of the platform we have a lot of resources over 200 published episodes powerful teachings and then prayer sessions that you can pray and be blessed and i know that you'll be blessed i know that you'll be blessed so our usual meeting days that is those of us who have joined the first time our usual meeting days are on mondays monday wednesday thursdays fridays and then saturdays let us take note of our meeting days but we are having a special program this month called the school of ministry called the school of ministry that is when specific ministers are elected and they minister on various topics for us. They minister on various topics and then they bless us. So, our next session for the School of Ministry comes on Tuesday. That is Tuesday, God willing. But, 
Monday, God willing, we are meeting. That is tomorrow, God willing, we are meeting. And it will be our usual teaching service. Yes, please. And then our man of God, the sixth man of the house, our apostle will be ministering. It will be a teaching session. 10.30 p.m. 10.30 p.m. 10.30 p.m. GMT. And then our man of God will be ministering on the topic intimacy. Intimacy. We'll be continuing our series of intimacy. Please, if you haven't listened to any of the public podcasts on intimacy, please, we, adv- we, we admonish you to go and then listen to it it is a very powerful message i've been listening to it myself and i've been blessed the part one the part two created for intimacy just take time and listen to it and you'll be blessed and your life will never be the same so god willing tomorrow we are meeting 10 30 p.m and we will continue with our teachings on intimacy and god bless each and every one of us that was able to make it for this evening and stayed even till the end god bless you god bless you so much and please, once again, you are reminded that if you haven't hit the plus button, please hit the plus button and follow us and then access our resources as well. And if you want to get in touch with us for Christian materials, you can touch with us on our online platform to share your testimony. Maybe you have been blessed by the ministry and you want to share the testimony. You can pick up any of the contacts of the screen, Minister Jen, Minister David or Minister Aben. Then you get in touch. You can also get in touch with the man of God through any of the following contacts. So God bless you. God bless you very much. So even as we end, it is my prayer that may God continue to keep us. May he continue to sustain us. And may he continue to uphold us with his righteous right hand. And may he make his face shine on us daily. Even as we continue to fellowship with him. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. So stay in grace. Don't forget to talk to somebody about Jesus. Jesus is counting on you. Don't forget to talk to somebody about Jesus. We shall meet God willing tomorrow, 10.30 p.m. GMT. Stay in church. Shalom. And as our apostle usually says,